podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. So I heard from my sister's friend's cousin that Kohl's has the lowest prices of the season and had to see for myself. For real, the deals are so good. I got my kids' summer tees for $5.99, a cute swimsuit for myself for $17.99, and a shark vacuum for $199.99, which will be great after Sandy Beach Days. I got Kohl's cash, too, and I got it all in less than an hour with free store pickup. So, yeah, summer, I'm ready for you. Select styles ends May 23rd. Some exclusions apply. See store or kohls.com for details. So, let's say you're into yoga or Pilates, or maybe you dabble in gymnastics like me. Either way, you know being flexible is key to doing what you love. That's why Smoothie King created this stretch and flex smoothie for people like us. With whole fruits and organic veggies, plus type 2 collagen, Make it part of your daily fitness routine to support flexibility and joint health. So try the Stretch and Flex smoothie and tart cherry or pineapple kale. Order online today for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day. Hello, good evening and welcome to the Fatback 4 Daily for Thursday the 25th of July. Um, I'm your host as always, Gav. Um, this show is brought to you by Dan Designs UK. Dan is a young lad, he's a designer, he does um, stickers and all sorts of uh, merch merchandise around Liverpool Football Club and other stuff on top of that. He's a really nice lad. Um, Get on to him at DanHendo27 on Twitter. You'll see his uh, in his bio there, he has a link to his shop and stuff like that. We're giving away a prize tonight with Dan. Um, so if um, if you stay here and watch this and share it and different things, I will, by the end of this, come up with a way of giving away this prize. Um, what the prize is, it's a surprise. Dan um, Dan has given me a couple of suggestions. I'm going to announce the winner and link the two of you up. And then... Um, you can go from there, but you will win. Someone will win a prize tonight. Um, few bits to go through tonight. Um, mainly how we're not signing any players. Um, a little bit on the stadium expansion. A little link that was sent to me. Um, about a half an hour ago, and um, and about and that's about it. And of course, any of your um, any of your questions, remarks, comments, all that sort of stuff. Loads of people in already, loads of regulars, how are we all, I hope we're all well. Uh, with me tonight um, is an extremely popular guest that comes on, he's the host of the cop table, he's a good friend of mine, I'm bringing him for a drink before the Norwich game, he doesn't know that yet but it is happening, um, and that is Peter Phillips, um, Peter not one to ever turn down a drink. Um, Peter, how are you, first of all? I'm very well, thanks, Gav. Uh, good to be back on again and uh, and talk with you guys. Yeah, absolutely. And um, I, I know you didn't you didn't stay up for the match last night. Have you seen any highlights of it or any sort of um, any sort of pa- highlights packages or have you seen any clips, anything along them lines? Yeah, I was in work early on this morning, six o'clock, so I couldn't stay up and watch that one last night. But. Oh, that's um, yeah, not long after I got into work and I'd done a few things, uh, I settled down and, and watched the the ten minute highlights on the on the LFC uh, channel. So, yeah, it looked like um, by all accounts they they played reasonably well. Things seem to be pressing a little bit more with the uh, the players coming back in. 
uh, looked like Gini Wijnaldum played up front, didn't he? Had a bit of an, uh, bit of a left left forward role where Mane usually plays and gets himself a goal. Um, but yeah, it seemed like uh, like a good run out for the lads. Other than um, the the mistake by Mignolet, um which we won't dwell on too much, um, I thought um, from the from the highlights, they they done reasonably well. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't. To be honest with you, Pierre, a quick summary of it: Liverpool started quite well. Um, they were zipping the ball around, winning it well in midfield. A few touches were off here and there. Then there was the mistake by Mignolet, which was atrocious. Um, let's be perfectly blunt about it. Um, then. Liverpool got into the game. They started to pick holes in, in Sporting Lisbon. Could have scored one or two before they actually scored. They get, they get 2-1 up at half-time. The second half is very open. Um, a lot of players looking um, very leggy. Um, Sporting Lisbon got an equaliser. I know either side could have won it. Um, but it was a good run out for 70, 70 or so minutes um, for the for the starting eleven, And then all the subs started to come on and stuff like that. But what the people, like we stayed up and watched, there was about, there was a couple of us stayed up and watched. It was, a, it was we had a bit of crack myself and Grizz and, and, and the viewers on YouTube and Periscope. So it was, it was a bit of crack. But um, again, another good run out. Um, uh, him, Frank says, was Bruno Fernandes any good last night? I thought he was quite impressive. I think people went a little bit over the top about him. Um, he was good. He was the centre of kind of anything Sporting Lisbon done. But he was good in patches. He was. He, he, there is a bit of class about him. Absolutely. Um, uh, there was a bit of class about him. There's no doubt about that. Um, Peter, there's another thing I want to touch on. Um, and it's a link that was, was sent to me um, by a, a, a viewer. Just hit me up about a half an hour before we started. And that was... Um, and I'm going to try and remember the guy's name. I think it's Max Cormay. Um, is he from Leon? Am I right in that, Pierre? You might know more about this guy than I do. Yeah, Maxwell uh, Cornet plays... Sorry, um, Maxwell Cornet. I keep calling him Cornet. Yeah, he plays um, across the front three. I think he's he's left-footed. Um, yeah, had quite a good season at Leon by all accounts, last season, and he, he's one of them players who, who fits the, the profile, if you like. He's he's probably going to be around a £20, £30 million pound mark. Um, he's not going to stretch our budget by um, by too much, and um, possibly somebody who we could be looking at to, to bring in as cover for them, them front three. But um, he has been linked previously, so... Something in it. More than likely, he's being watched by the Liverpool scouts because the the regulars over there aren't he watching the the French league and all over Europe really. So he, he's probably one that that we've uh, had an eye on for for quite some time. If the if this link is to be um, is to be true, yeah. Um, so am I right in saying he? Uh, I'll put it. This is the real question I have about him. Can he play across the front three? Is the first question. And secondly, would you consider him? A step up from, say, Origi and Brewster as a as a kind of challenger to the to the front three. Would that be fair? Yeah, I think his position is more on the right hand side, more like where where Mo Salah plays, okay. where he cuts in on his left hand side. But I'm sure there'd be scope for him to play on on the left hand side if he's left footed and and across the front three really, because um, that's the type of player Klopp would be looking for, wouldn't it? But um, Back to your, to your previous point about um, whether he, he would be a, a signing for us. Um, I, I, I'm not too sure, to be honest. It's it's one of them, isn't it? It's they're getting linked with players every single day now. 
because the, the window's closing as an agent to try and get the, get the players out there. Um, it's not just this corner, isn't it? It's the Sancho link. It's um, obviously Klopp last night totally dis- dismissed the, the Bale and the Coutinho rumours, which everyone thought there wouldn't be much in them anyway. Possibly Coutinho, but definitely not Gareth Bale. Yeah. So, yeah, up until the window closes, I can see Liverpool until they do make a sign and being being linked with with players from from all over the place. Really, okay. Uh, Grizz is in the house. I can see Grizz on the um, <clears throat> on the comments there. He says yes to both questions. So he is a player that can play across the front three, and he would be a step up on Origi and Brewster as cover. Um, I just want somebody that's a little step up from Origi and Brewster and can challenge these front three rather than be just a, another kind of squad player if you know what I mean um, I want them to be able to challenge uh, Avi Hantra is in the house Avi Hantra is the man behind the Bruno Fernandes um, transfer and move um, Avi if you are still there um, how, uh, how are you? if you are still there do you still stand over your claims over Bruno Fernandes if you do I have the utmost respect for you um, why is nobody talking about David Neres says him Frank uh, he's the perfect fit for us. Phil off the trippers is a massive fan of him. I know Grizz is a massive fan of him. But nothing's being done. And I think maybe down to the fact that Ajax have lost a few and they probably don't want to lose, you know, much more. Um, and it could be a case where they're drawing the line um, under it with losing, you know, the lit. They've lost um, the, the lad in midfield, uh, the young, is it? Um, but um, Avi Hansra says he, he 100% stands this over his uh, Bruno Fernandez claim. Um, now the claim was last night that he'd be announced after the game, Abby. But I'm going to give you a little bit of leeway and let's call it Monday. Let's go for Monday, right? Um, let me see what else did I t- want to talk to you about. Um, you you were mentioned before, Peter, before we come on, that uh, Dortmund have been linked with a, with a wide player, and could this be seen as some sort of, you know, replacement now or replacement for in the future for Jaden Sancho? Who was the player you mentioned before? Yeah, there was a, a few rumours before. I got a couple of WhatsApp messages to say that Dortmund was interested in uh, taking uh, Malcolm from from Barcelona, who's obviously a a wide left, wide right player. I think he was going to cost around forty to to fifty million euros. If if Dortmund was looking at him, it's just hypothetically is is he a possible replacement for for the likes of Jaden Sancho because he plays in a, in a similar position. Um, if Liverpool are interested and and they do bring in in Malcolm from Barcelona, does that give us scope then to to go in and and try and prize away Jaden Sancho from from Dortmund this summer? Remains to be seen. But yeah, the guy um, Avi, who's been who's been writing in, he's he has spoke to me privately after the um, after the podcast the other night, and he he does say to me, and he's he's told me I can tell you guys what what he what he knows, and he said. Um, what he's heard, it was Leon wanted to, to start a bit and more for, for Bruno Fernandes, but was told um, by his reps that um, that wasn't going to happen. So he was told then that he played some part in the game on 24th of July, um, and then the move would be confirmed after this game. But as of yet, obviously, it's it's not happened. There's, there's still plenty of time for that to happen. But he... he Probably informs me that some work's been done with his agent, a guy called Miguel Pino, and he's um, he says he's he doesn't doesn't 
tell lies if you like doesn't spread nonsense rumours and um, Fernandez is the only piece of transfer news that he's heard this summer so yeah it's, it's come from Avi it's not come from myself but he, he seems to think that Fernandez could be um, one for for us to keep an eye on definitely yeah somebody asked there are we truly out of the running for Pepe Chris asks that sorry um, Chris the, the Pepe one is becoming stranger by the day to be perfectly honest with you you know there was going back probably two or three days ago the start of the week probably you, you heard all this stuff about Liverpool had submitted a bid there was t- rumours of talks being done and, and deals Lille saying the deal was nearly done a deal was nearly done. Sorry, don't take me the wrong way. That it was a deal to Liverpool today. Early today, it came out that, or maybe last night, that um, he was speaking to Napoli. Um, certain reports have come out this. Um, certain reports have come out this evening saying that um, <clears throat> the Napoli deal doesn't look like it'll happen. I don't know whether it's the structure of the deal that the money being paid. So it's Lille look look like they're getting what they want, and that's that's a lot of interest around this player. There's, there's talk now of four teams being in for them. Um, Napoli being one, I think, was it, was it Arsenal, United, and one other unnamed club, which is believed to be Liverpool. So, listen, um, it's got agent commission is going to settle the Pepe deal, says Stephen. Yeah, you could be right. Wherever the agent can get the most out of it, it pushes player towards that. Um, uh, Dixon87 says, genuinely believe <clears throat> we will sign one. We'd be shocked if we didn't. Um, yeah, that's that's a fair that's a fair point. Oh, oh, listen, we were on the fatback forum on Sunday, and myself and Matt and Grizz all agreed on at least one, and I think two of us went for two players. But it's getting to the stage now where we're are we thirteen days from the, the window closing, so it's a little bit tight. It really is. Um, are we the unnamed club that have agreed terms with them? Ask Chris. I really don't know. There's there's varying reports coming out all over the place. Um, I've seen something there. Uh, have I bet on? Oh, um, him. Frank is asking. Um, has Avi Hanser bet on Fernandez to Liverpool? Um, yeah, Avi will have to answer that. He will. Uh, United, Inter, Napoli, and an unnamed club. Sorry, that's the four clubs. I know Arsenal were were touted. Um, were touted about uh, about Pepe probably a week to ten days ago. But it doesn't look like Arsenal have the money. They're being they could be gazumped for Zaha by Everton. Um, if if reports are to be believed, um, well, I want to go on to something else a little bit different, and I will keep an eye on the on the comments as we go. We might come back to what we've been speaking about, but the the stadium expansion at um at Anfield, uh, the Anfield Road end that's been has had planning permission for a, a, a certain amount of time now, a decent amount of time. Um, it's come up again uh, in in reports, um, and. The talk is that this expansion was going to be an extra 4,000 seats on the Anfield Road end, but it looks like it may be more and bring it over to 60,000. Um, what's your feelings on this, Peter? Because you're a local. Um, you go looking for tickets and, and you know your friends to go looking for tickets on a regular, regular basis because uh, they're Liverpool-based and they're looking to get the games. What do you make of this? Um, do you think it's just Liverpool deciding we need to go? we actually do need to go bigger because of demand? Or is it a way that they're going bigger to try put in... You know, it'll it'll make more profit with a more seats and b more you know um, kind of directors boxes and and things like that. What's your feeling on this one? Yeah, there's been some uh, rumours for quite a long time now, hasn't it? And I believe that the plans have been in in the pipeline to extend the the Anfield Road to to bring it up to to scratch, if you like, with the other sides of the stadium, taking it to what's led to believe around sixty thousand seats of stadium and. 
obviously that's going to help the the local fans and other fans coming over and from from wherever to to enable them to buy tickets for the game. But yeah, I think uh, some of it will will be also be like a, a corporate section as well. Uh, obviously, the club are looking to make money from from them sort of avenues, aren't they? With with the main stand expansion and that that's been very successful for them and all the the corporate stuff that they've got going on there. Um, obviously, I'm a local and. I'm not one for the corporate side of things. I, I, I like to go on the stands and on the terraces with with the rest of everyone. But as a one-off, I have been into the corporate and it's a, it's a fantastic experience. Don't get me wrong. But on the other hand, it's it's great to be out there with with all the other Liverpool fans on the terraces. So yeah, any any sort of expansion for the for the stadium can only be a, a good thing for for the club, really. Yeah, I, I do get that. Listen, I'm all for the more seats you can get onto that get, get onto that ground. Um, the, the 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 better, you know. It's 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 a no brainer. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's for me. There is there is infrastructure problems because if you, you you know better than me and better than most behind the Anfield Road end, there's not a huge amount of space between that and what would be the new fan park behind the ground and the car park at that end. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's talk of them building the stand up up and out to, to basically have a road underneath it. Um, there's all sorts of stuff going on like that. There's stuff about if it goes over sixty thousand, there's certain criteria for infrastructure, i.e., buses, train lines, different things like that. Um, so there's an awful mm. lot. Um, there's an awful lot to get to get around. But I'm I'm all for it. I'm going to be a little bit um, cynical here, um, and I'm not usual, not usually. But do you think the talk of this stadium expansion and then a few reports have come out today saying Liverpool are keeping their powder dry, but, you know, building for a massive summer next season. Do you think it's just lowering expe- expectations of fans for this transfer window and kicking the can down the road a, a little bit? Or do you just think it's just sensible business practice and what they're doing, you know, because of the amount of money they've spent on, say, um, contract extensions and you have Kirby being redeveloped, you have a possible Anfield Road extension. Do you think they're just being very sensible about it? And this is the result, or do you think they're just lowering, letting fans down, you know, gently for this season? What, what, what's your take on that one? Um, quite possibly, yeah. But I think FSG, since they, they've took over, they, they've steadied the ship, haven't they? They came into the club and it was in a in a very poor position. Took over from Hicks and Gillette, basically nearly going out of business on on the verge of going into administration, and they've they've turned things around. Fantastically well. There's, there's nobody can argue with about the job that they, they've done, building the new stand, bringing Jurgen Klopp in, putting the team, pr- providing the the funds for the for the players. Albeit some of them are from from the income and transfer sales. So I just think that yeah, FSG they, they like to keep um, they like to run a tight ship, don't they? They don't really want to over spend if you like. That. I think that's pretty sensible. Like you say, it's good business practice, isn't it? You don't want to be um, going into to lots of debt like Manchester United, for example, who've got, got a mountain of debt to, behind them and having to, to keep one eye on that and then keep things on the pitch. So I think to, to keep a level playing field, it's it's sensible from, from FSG. And Although we, we've brought in a lot of money from, from sponsorship deals and, and from the Champions League run last year, revenue from... From other avenues such as match day revenue, so like Klopp said, they are they're a very wealthy club, and there's money there to spend if they want to spend that money. So I just think 
they're doing doing a good job and I don't think anybody can can really have a, a pop at, at FSG at this present time and I'm sure if, if Jurgen Klopp does want to dip into the transfer window this this summer or or January whatever I think the money's there for him plus you've got the the possible in, the tran- sorry the the sponsorship deal with New Balance runs out at the end of this this coming be, season yeah. so there's going to be money coming in that way, isn't it? Whether it's an Ike and Adidas or or another deal with New Balance, they're going to want a lot more money than than what the original deal with New Balance. I think United get about seventy five million pound a se- uh, yet per season, don't they? So I think Liverpool are going to be looking for something along them lines, being the champions of uh, of Europe and the the clubs at, at its most saleable time, if you like. So. Yeah, they're going to want a lot of money from from the uh, sponsorship deals. Yeah, in the future, absolutely. Um, you know, you, someone there has said, um, you know, we stood still. And, uh, some, I'm 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 paraphrasing now because the comments gone off the screen. But he basically said um, it should be at least seventy thousand. Um, sorry, I have it here. Darren says we need at least seventy k. You can blame Moore's for standing still in the 90s. Marketing was poor. I absolutely agree with you on that. Um, I actually looked it up, and I think the last game before the cup. Um, the, the standing cop went and the the attendance that day to the attendance in about 2010 was very very little difference now I know you're, you're, you're moving a lot of standing people into seats but we, we didn't really upgrade and we did stand still we didn't mark ourselves like United did and, and got a, mm-hmm. a jump on everyone at the time um, I'm completely I'm completely with you on, on, on that view um, Chris asks uh, Peter who do you think will be the new kit sponsor um, just give me just give me your answer Peter Straight out, who do you think? Well, a lot, a lot of people seem to to dismiss Nike as a possible um, sponsorship for after New Balance, but from what I what I can gather, FSG have a very good relationship with New Balance. I think they also cover the the Boston Red Sox as well, don't they? So I think um, New Balance, if they want to step up to the plate and offer the sort of money, they'd be silly not to because the revenue they must be getting back from the from the kit sales and from other merchandise and other training wear, if you like, trainers and all other other aspects of their their brand, then it'd be silly for them not to to match any sort of offer that that a Nike or an Adidas one would be. But I, I think it'd be between Nike and um, and New Balance for for the next. Uh, Sponsorship after this one Yeah, uh, uh, you know, a lot of rumor going around is that the night deal will actually be part of the Mbappe deal, and they'll put up so much money and stuff like that. And it's not unheard of, you know. You see all this stuff happening all the time. I know when wasn't Ronaldo moving to Madrid? I think there was rumor that um, was a short sponsors or, or had something to do with it as well. Or his his actual sponsors might have been Nike at the time had something to do with it. But um. Mbappe 2020 confirmed if we get Nike, says Ollie. Yeah, it could be, it could be. Um, Kevin Sullivan says they've got the safeguard versus the value and, versus a devalue and sterling. It's not what everyone wants to hear, but that's the truth. Yeah, it could be, it could be a case of that as well. We're gonna have to see, and we're gonna have to dig into it a little bit more over the next, you know, days, weeks, and months with regards to the stadium expansion. Somebody else says there, and the comments gone off the screen a couple of minutes, but I want to get back to it. Somebody says that, have, has anyone seen the reports about the club? trying to make money off the name of the city. Um, I haven't seen that, but I am going to go and look at that when we finish here tonight. Um, yeah, what it is... Um, right, Peter, yeah, what it is... Th- yeah, the, the club have... Um, they want to trademark the name 
of Liverpool, um, but only in a in a football sense. Uh, it's it's very um, it's yeah, it's a tough one to to get through. But I think they they want to sort of trademark the name Liverpool in all spi- all aspects of the of the the, the football, football world. If you like, you don't want yeah. anything. Yeah. To, Okay. Yeah, they don't. It's nothing to do with the the city of Liverpool. It's nothing to do with with anything like that. It's to do with the they want to trademark the name Liverpool. I think they've already trademarked trademarked the you know that you um, YNWA yeah. as in you'll never walk alone. I think yeah. that's already been trademarked by FSG. So yeah, um, it's it's something that's been in in the Liverpool echo. I've seen one or two people not not too keen on it happening, but the club of uh, believe. To have come out and said it's not to do with the city of Liverpool or or anything like that. It's just basically to do with um, football alone and the football side of things. Okay. Um, I said before we started, or when we not before we started, because you wouldn't have heard hear me. Um, so that's a ridiculous thing to say by me. But um, when I started, I said this show was sponsored by Dan Designs UK. Now Dan is going to give away a prize, and I've talked about how we're going to give it away. So what I'm going to do is. Um, I'm going to give people about 24 hours to, to get um, get in gear and sort themselves out here. Like Stephen Fitzpatrick, he says, who's, he's new here. Hi, guys. Hiya, Stephen. You're very welcome. Um, so what I'm going to do is um, we're going to pick a winner from YouTube subscribers. So you have 24 hours to subscribe to YouTube. I'm going to literally get the list up in front of me, stick a pin on it, and that's how we're going to win. Um I'll get your details off you then. I'll put you in touch with Dan. He will sort you out with a prize um, of his choosing. He's going to he's going to fix you up. So in uh, 24 hours to be a YouTube subscriber to the LFC Day Trippers, it's very simple. Type in LFC Day Trippers on YouTube, find the page, hit subscribe, hit the little bell icon, which gives you notifications of when we go live. And anyone that's subscribed there, there's a 1,160 of you at the minute. Anyone there that can that, that subscribes will be in with a chance to win this. I have a, uh, another prize coming from Carlton tomorrow, and I have a prize on Saturday coming from more than a game. Um, just to let you know, the times of the shows, tomorrow will be 10 p.m. Saturday, no, sorry, tomorrow won't be 10 p.m. Um, tomorrow will be about 3 p.m. Um, and Saturday will be... Um, around five or six p.m. Um, I'm going to confirm them. You'll you'll know why when I get to the end of this show. Um, there's a slight change for the next couple of days, but I'll, I'll explain that when when I get to the end of the show in a couple of minutes. Um, is that all subscribers too? Absolutely. Anyone that subscribed to this channel, um, by the time I pick this prize tomorrow evening before I start, um, will will uh, be a mother chance. Um, him Frank says, are we signing the Cornetto lad from Leon? Um, we spoke about him already, Frank. Um, Peter's not too sure. There's a couple of links. As I said, what, are we keeping our powder dry? I'm not too sure. Uh, Peter, anything else before we go? Yeah, there's just one um, one bit of news about the, the young lad, Paul Glatzel, who, mm-hmm. who got injured against Tranmere. He's, um, he's ruptured his, uh, sorry, his ACL and he's going to... He's going to be out for for the remainder of the season. It looks like so. Yeah, um, wishing him a speedy recovery. So yeah, bad bad news for him. He was he was one of the the young lads, wasn't he? He was looking to to push on from from the twenty threes. He had a really good season last year alongside Bobby Duncan, and he was due to go to the tour of America by all accounts. So yeah, really um, really sad news for him that he's had to go on, undergone surgery for the, an ACL uh, rupture. That he had against Tramia Rovers in the the first friendly this summer. 
Yeah, and on top of that, you have Natanya Klein, who's done an ACL as well, and will be out for about six months. So we wish them both a very mm. speedy recovery. Um, Peter, thanks for joining me. Um, it's been a pleasure as always. Um, I will definitely talk to you before we meet up in Liverpool for the Norwich game. We we will have you back on hopefully the next time. Um, with, yeah. with a signing, uh, a signing completed. The only <laughs> thing is, crossed. the only thing is, if we if we do make a signing, Jay Royley has promised to come on this show only if we make a signing. So um, you might, yeah, you might, told me, yeah. yeah, you, you <laughs> might have to play rock paper scissors with him to uh, fight over who gets on. We can both come on. Absolutely, yeah. The more the merrier. Grizz will definitely come on and say he's seen it happen from uh, twenty eight months ago. Um, awesome pod says Gavin Pierre. Listen, thanks a million. And um, just before I go, and this is the last comment I'm going to make um, before I do go. Um, um, there was a family bereavement in my family today. Um, my grandmother died um, early this morning. Um, and to be honest with you, I considered not doing this show right up until about about 8pm tonight. And then I just thought, what would she say? And literally what would she would say was, ah, come here, will you give over being silly? So I didn't be silly. I came on here. I'm glad I did. It's brightened up my day um, quite a lot. Um, and what's been a tough day. But... Um, because of that, I'm yeah, sorry to hear that, Gavin. Yeah, that's, that's um, condolences to the family, mate. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks a million, Pierre. Um, and look, it's brightened up my day. Um, the majority, the vast, vast majority of my family on on my grandmother's side are Liverpool fans. Have been. That's the reason I'm a Liverpool fan, to be honest. But um, it's brightened up my day. Thanks for joining me. Um, we'll be back to you tomorrow. I will let you know early tomorrow as with regards to times. But um, it's been a pleasure as always. Thanks to Peter. Thanks to Dan Designs for sponsoring. Over now. Hey, don't forget the Johnsons are coming over. I want to find a rosé Jill hasn't tried yet. Let's go exploring at Total Wine. Their prices are ridiculously low. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, always low prices. Total Wine and more. Ese último McNugget me toca a mí porque soy la mayor. ¿Y eso qué tiene que ver? Los mayores se respetan. Eso no existe, ¿cierto, mamá? Ya. Yeah. Quédense tranquilas. Aquí hay otra cajita de McNuggets. Respeto. ¿Viste? El no hay rivalidad cuando hay McNuggets deal. Hay un deal para cada salida familiar en McDonald's. Compra uno de tus favoritos, como unos McNuggets de 10 piezas, una Big Mac, una Quarter Pounder with Cheese o un Fileo Fish y te llevas otro por un dólar. Por tiempo limitado, precios y participación pueden variar. Válido para un producto de igual o menor valor. Sports Social Podcast Network.